welcome back. Thank you for joining us. This book will hereby and forevermore be known as the Great Dumpster Fire of 2022. I'm not. I'm not reading the next one. <laughs> I'm not. Either. I'm not reading the next one. That one is has been. I'm not cut off the list. I'm not doing it. Who was it? Who was it that promised Sarah J. Moss level of you got to keep going because it gets better at the end? Because no, no. I was expecting shit to blow up. I was expecting valuable members of the book to die. I was expecting Mal to die. Thank you. Yo, there was an instance where I was like, this is it. This is this is the spot. If he was ever going to die. Like, yes, if he was ever going to die, this is it. And did it happen? No. Also, like, just the characters. Mal and Alina were so contradictory in everything that they said and did. Like, I... I hated tomatoes. I hated the fact that none of the main characters that we were supposed to really love had any real character development. Had no, had no like none. They they were supposed to be these heroes, and like I found myself rooting more for the villain. I I rather have read more about Nikolai or more about where the, the Darkling was. Dead ass. I would have rather have read about Vasily away on his. Oh my god! Right. Right. (laughs) To read this shit, this goddamn shit. I have a question for you. Do you think that the reason we feel this way about this book is because it is very much a YA book? I think it's the way that characters were written because we're reading another YA book right now, The Wrath and the Dawn. That is true, and that is a good YA book. I really like that book. So good. So, and I'm not comparing because, you know, they're they're two different styles, two different writers, two different stories, but we have read really well put together YA books. Shadow and Bone. The first one. Very well put together YA book. Yeah. So I don't understand why the sequel just kind of like fell off the edge there. Yeah, it did. It did. It isn't doing it. It isn't doing it. It isn't giving me life. It isn't giving me like lust. It isn't giving me. Any real sense of danger or emergency, no character development, nothing. It's not giving. It's not giving. Thinking about it now, Shadow and Bone was very much a setup book, right? Like, we got a lot of um, mm-hmm. character development. We got a lot of background. We got a lot of um, description and things like that in Shadow and Bone. But this book, I feel like it it just kind of pushed the story along, but like, there was no real. Do you okay? You know how you know how you felt with um the novella for the Akatar series. That's how I felt with this book. No, yeah. I I agree. That's exactly how this felt. It just like it was it was it was no need for me to go through this. Like I I could have did a cliff notes right? version. Um, <laughs> again, sorry, a little rant. We'll be getting into the chapters. Just want to make sure that you guys. Please, please, please follow us on social media, on Instagram, and on TikTok at YA at Heart Podcast, and on Twitter at YA at Heart Pod. And buy your hoodies for fall <laughs> season. Sweater season. Gotcha. Alexa bought one. She looks really cute. I think I said, did she post that? I know somebody posted up one, and uh-huh. I was like, oh. Yeah, she bought the black one. I was like, well, now I want the black one. This will be a whole closet YA themed stuff. <laughs> No, dead ass there is. Like, I have no problem repping myself and hyping myself up, bro. <laughs> also, please write a review for us. Because, um, you know, that helps push the podcast along. Yes. Yes, it does. All right. You ready to get into it? Oh, I guess. Where are we starting? We're starting chapter with chapter 20. motherfucking 20. Oh, okay. So 
this is after um Alina storms off because her pride is hurt, right? I just <laughs> her can't hurt fucking feeling. deal. She's upset. This bitch is big but hurt. Oh my god. So she of course, like a baby, tantrum and all, gotta run off and do some dramatic shit. I will admit though, I do like that she admits to herself that she was wrong. Okay, this yes. That I was like, yeah. yes, thank you. Like that was the only character growth I've seen in this whole book. Right. I, everything else is like, no. I was like, okay, so maybe. At that point, I held like a little bit of hope. I was like, okay, maybe this is what this is what they meant. Maybe there's like so much character growth at the very end of the book that makes me want to like, oh, I got to pick up the third book. You know what I mean? I have to read the third book because now I, I'm reading the character that I want to read. No. Womp, 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 womp. <laughs> So anyway, so after she had the incident with Nikolai, which is what caused her to run off, she ends up going back to the little palace. And then oh my she God. goes looking for Mal. So <laughs> she asks uh, Tamar, where is he? And Tamar's like, Tamar is that friend that is like, when you keep going back to that ex and you're just like, they're they're fed up. Mm-hmm. They're like, it's just stop. <laughs> right? She's like, all right, I'll go show you. It turns out every night, Mal has been fist fighting. Like, there's been, like, these fights happening or whatever between him and the Grisha. Kind of like what we saw in the first season. Yeah. I just have to say, this this goddamn piss-poor excuse for his toxic-ass masculinity at healing his wounds. Yes. I, yep. I can't. Just throw it. Throw it all throw away. Throw it all away. <laughs> um, so, basically, she sees him, you know, fight. He wins this fight. And Zoya's in the crowd and she's like clapping and whooping and like, you know, all that stuff or whatever. And she runs up to him and she kisses him. Mal, at first she says that Mal goes rigid, but then like he gets comfortable and he kisses her back. And I'm like, Uh bitch, I can't even, I can't even be like sad for you because we knew that this was shit that he does. Like I was like. Right. And then she tried to, then she tried to with her toxic ass. She tried to be like, well, I was thinking about kissing Nikolai earlier. Bitch, two different two things different between things. thinking and doing. Right. There are two different right. things. And then, no, but then. There's a thin line, but it crossed But then it. what pissed me off was I think somewhere up later on in this chapter, she's like, well, maybe I'll go find Nikolai and like get him to kiss me. And I was like, girl. Oh my God. Not only that, but when Mal comes chasing after her and they have this whole big argument again, she's like. Well, then come on, let's run away together. Let's go. Oh my God. Right? Yes. And then, and then literally on the next page, this bitch is like, I can't just leave. Bitch, you, you just said you wouldn't say leave. I don't. Make up you your mind. Have, what are you talking about? Make up your mind. <laughs> Please. You don't make no fucking sense. Right. Like, like <laughs> this bitch is delusional. <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling you. Like, I don't get it. Reading that little bit going from that point. And, and I'm like sitting there and I'm like, um, no. Bitch, <laughs> like, you're just as Looney Tunes as a goddamn apparatus. I was like, no, this is it. This ain't it. It's not, it's not it. It's like she, yeah, she just contradicts herself. And then she does finally tell Mal that she does see the Darkling. And he doesn't even respond. He just walks away. He grabs a bottle of alcohol and dips. And just walks away. And I was like. <laughs> I was like, that is the most appropriate reaction to this shit. It's just like, I I can't. He was, he's like, not tonight. No. Nah. Tonight is not the night. Um, After he dips is when the chapter got good. It's when the chapter got Yes! Good. Yeah. So basically, she goes back to bed. 
So she's asleep or whatever, and she says, says that she feels Mal on top. Like he was like on top of her. He was like pressed up. Yeah, he like her. she. Yeah, she said that he kissed her forehead, and then like she pulled him to her, and she tried to so kiss they, him and whatever, and then he was like pressed up against her. So they were like, a make out. It's a make out session. Hot and heavy. It was yeah, it was a make out yeah. session. And so what ends up happening is she starts to feel a certain certain thing, and so she like pulls back, wanting to see his face. And when she pulls back to see his face, it, it ain't, it's not Mal. It's not Mal's face. It's not. Um, it was the dark. Like, he was like, I missed you too. Yeah! Because, okay, listen, she was like, I missed you, Mal. And like, when she pulls back to see his face, the dark is like, I missed you too. And I was like, that's right. My baby's back. I was like, my baby's that's back. Petty Darkly. Like, he's here. And she like, this is the other part that gets me. She like, Pull out screams this time, right? Right. Nobody came to her rescue. Oh, I love that. I the fuck was y'all doing? I fucking love that though. I love the fact that she screamed and nobody came to the rescue because everybody has been on her ass since the very beginning. And like that is right, you're true. To me, I like sat there. I was like, okay, what is she gonna do if she's on her own? She can fall back on the twins. She can fall back on Mal. Like she doesn't need to figure out how to stand on her own two feet. You know what I mean? Or, like, figure out how to fight off whoever it was. I'm sorry. It was a lot of painness for me. Like, for me, I was like, the darkling is here. And then he did. So she wanted to scream as if now. Oh, because Mal knows. But even still, she was like, if anybody came in, I would have just told them it was a nightmare. Like, why are you still I lying? Hate I hate it here. Um, <laughs> I, I hate it in all the Alta. Can we I leave? I go home. <laughs> so that moves us into chapter 21. And this dumb bitch decides that she's going to take a walk by herself. She tries to be inconspicuous by putting on a brown coat and a scarf in the middle of summer, bitch. That's that's number one. Actually, no, that's number two. Number one was you trying to leave by yourself. Number two was that dumb shit. Then she ends up leaving the gates of Oz Alta going into her goddamn cult of zombies. And somebody recognizes her. So the scarf had slipped off her neck. And the old lady... She let that bitch fall on her ass. Exactly. The old lady looks at her and immediately starts saying, Santa Elena. Like, it starts screaming it. So now... Alina, Elena, bitch. Alina. Elena. <laughs> you know what it is? It's because I don't like either one of them. They fucking... They're interchangeable at You're this equating point. her yeah, to Elena. They're, they're interchangeable at this point. And this... The way I pictured this was like... You know in Game of Thrones where... Danny had freed all the slaves and then they grabbed her and like they stuck. But I've, I've, okay, so yeah. something similar to that. However, instead of it being this like, oh wow type of moment, she says that they like pulled out clumps of her hair. Yes, everybody was like, Alina, Alina. <coughs> like they wanted to literally rip the skin from her body to have it. When I tell you, I was you, like, that's, that's, a, uh, that's excessive. When I tell you that guy that we read about in a couple chapters back where he was selling her bones and shit, that's what these people wanted. They were like, I'm yeah. gonna get a finger. I'm gonna get a nail. I'm gonna get something. I have her blood on my clothes. I'll never wash them again. <laughs> right. Like, bitch, what? <laughs> so, who comes to her rescues are the twins. Conveniently coming right. to her rescue. So I made a no- I made note of this too. Which also would make sense why they didn't hear her scream. Right. They are the ones that grab her. They save her. They get her back to Low Palace. Mal is sitting there. He's like, "What the fuck?" He doesn't even get a sentence out. Because one of the twins is like sitting there and was like, where the fuck were you at? It was your shit. So Toya gripped him up and pressed him up against the wall. He was not playing around. No. And I was like. Ah, ah. I was like, this is it. This is it. I was like, this is it. I was like, kill him. Kill him. 
But um, he mentions, like, Toya gets really mad because he's like, you were supposed to be on the shift, but you were drunk and passed out because of all this dumb shit that you've been doing. Like, you need to get your shit together. Yeah. Of course, Alina comes to his rescue and she's like, no, you can kill no. him later. No, we'll, we'll talk to him later. Whatever. Right now we have more pressing things to deal with. I'm like, okay. Um, but she does also... During her walk, she was thinking a lot about how they were calling her the daughter of two the, mills. Um, what is it? Two two, two mills. mills. Yeah. Yeah. And she was like, "Okay, those that structure has been there for a long time. It could have been the art mm-hmm. where the Firebird was sighted in the um, Sancta Ilya, Ilya Morozova. Yeah, thing. exactly. So she calls an emergency meeting with Nikolai, and she pretty much says, "Like, I want to go and search here." To see if, like, we can find anything. Wait, no, before we... Because I really love the interaction that Nikolai had with the twins and her. Because Nikolai's like, Nikolai's like, please tell me you didn't go out there. She's like, I didn't. And the twins are like, she did. And they were like, they damn, she, she damn did. sure did. And then he was like, please tell me you didn't get yourself, almost get yourself killed. No, I didn't. And the twins are like, she most definitely did. <laughs> like, rat her ass right. out. She's stupid. Um, but yeah, so after all of that's explained, Alina's like, I'll go. And then Nikolai's like, no, I'll go. No, I'll go. In comes Mal. And Mal's like, oh my God. Mal's like, he's like, I don't know why we're talking about this and stuff. He's like, you know, I'm the one that's going to go. And I was like, oh my fucking God. I was like. Right. Oh, is your confidence back, sir? Are you, are you that important? And then he's like, yeah, just tell me when I get to leave this place. I was like, you are such a You don't a, get to be mad. You are such a You bitch don't ass. get to be mad. I was so mad at this dude. He's such a twat, bro. Like, I can't. And he doesn't even fucking apologize for right. what happened this morning. Right. Now, granted, Alina is fucking stupid as shit and she shouldn't have went. But Mal is her personal guard, the leader of her personal guard, and thus should have been on her ass like white on rice. Exactly. So both of them are wrong. Right. But there is something that happens at the end of this chapter that Nikolai, I think, was really helpful for or whatever. He basically tells mm-hmm. Alina, like, once it's decided that, yes, Mal is the one that's going to go, um, he tells Alina, he's like, you need to let him go. And she's, like, trying to... Thank you. The only person with common sense in this fucking book besides the Darkling. Right. Exactly. He's like, you need to let him go. And, like, Alina immediate, immediately is thinking, like, no, he belongs next to me. He belongs, you know, whatever. And Nikolai's like, no, he doesn't belong here and he doesn't belong with you. Like, thank you. I just sat there and was like, okay, this is probably one of the reasons why I actually like this character. Alina also says something at the end where she's like, you know, the problem with heroes and saints, they always end up dead. And I'm like, please tell me that's foreshadowing that Mal is gonna die. But no, just more bullshit. <laughs> um, so that's the end of chapter 21. We're going to move it. It moves on to chapter 22. This oh, is. bitch. This is. <laughs> this is Nikki's birthday. Yeah, this dinner. is Nikki's birthday. And this is some shit. When I tell you this is probably Bruh. my favorite chapter because it was. It yes. was. The ball was rolling at this point. Like shit was mm-hmm. happening. And I was like, okay, where the fuck was this at? The last other fucking chapter. Like, come on. Bruh, like literally, literally, I was like, this is hands down best chapter in the book. Facts. Vasily has his little pumped up chest talking hate, all his I shit. Talk about, I didn't go partying. I went to make us some alliances with the Fjordans. And all they asked in return was 
an arm, a leg, my firstborn child, our palace. Our- <laughs> Yo, it was the worst deal. That's basically. It was the worst deal ever. Like the way he was so proud of himself and then he was explaining what they wanted. And I was like, this isn't going to end well. Like that sounds very important. And like, Nikki yes. is like, dude, you you fucking right. Ended. He was like, you just led the Darkling right to us with no warning. With no warning, he was like, we have to evacuate right now. And like his brother sitting there, and he's like, you're just pissed off because you didn't come up with this and you weren't the one to do it, and I was, and all this. I was like, can we kill him now? Can somebody kill Bruh. him now? Meanwhile, while they're arguing, they hear a rumble. All the glass shatters. I'm like, oh. thank you. Y'all could have had a good five minutes head to get the start. fuck up out of there. Head start. And no, y'all want to sit there yeah. and go back and forth because <laughs> the oldest want to be stupid. I, right. Nah. Like, I no, no. Oh, but the best part that happened after that, though. Yes, Vasily tries to attack Alina. Okay, yeah. So and- he freaks out and he's basically like, this is your fault. As if he wasn't the one that just made the stupid ass deal. As if that wasn't just explained. Correct. Everything that he did, it's your fault. So he goes to attack. Alina, he don't get very far. Um, so the nothings, <laughs> the nothings just show up, and they was like, "Oh, you, you, you gonna attack the love of the darkling? Fuck no! Rip the arm out the socket. That's what I was about. They tear his arm out. Oh my god! He stood there for a minute, like he couldn't believe it. He couldn't believe his arm was torn off, and then he dropped dead. And I was like, that was a very justified death for a pain in the yes. ass. Nikki is like, I got to get my parents to the, what is it? The humming? No, the Kingfisher. Uh, the twins are missing, by the way. Yes. Yes. And Alina takes note of that. She's Where like, fuck are my twins? Go just before. Why are y'all always dipping at the most important goddamn time? Right. Um, so they, they start making their way out. Nikki immediately separates uh, from Alina. And he just basically tells her like, look, I got to get my parents to the Kingfisher. He's like, I will come back for you though. He's like, I promise. And he touches her face. He caresses her face. Oh, my God. I really hope that if we do get into the third book, we don't have to get halfway through to then come upon Nikolai again. It's because, true. Or Nikolai. I would like to see him in the first two chapters. He's like one of my favorite characters. Indeed. Actually, I was going to say, I'm actually, weirdly enough, hoping uh, that he ends up with Zoya. Oh, I can see that. Because I could see I that. See like, that. she's a leader in her own right. People look up to her. And if he still wants that alliance between the Grisha and the he throne. He can still do it with, with Zoya. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because yeah, yeah. Alina's dumbass. So then the chapter moves on and basically Mal and Alina make their way back to the little palace. All hell has broken Bro, loose. Literally everybody is dead except for like a handful of people. Side note, besides the king and queen getting to Kingfisher, um, Alina makes Nikolai promise that he'll get Bavra. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so basically it was a massacre at the Little Palace. Everybody did. Er- boom, boom. Everybody did. Everybody. The nothings are everywhere. Yes. They realize that there's like gunfire on the roof. So people are still up there fighting and they go up there to help. They get to use like the dish for like a quick second before the nothings destroy that shit too. Marie is split the fuck open oh my God. from her goddamn stomach to her throat. I was like, So oh. Sergey is like traumatized he is yeah holding her and he is traumatized and he's like we're not there's no way that we can win yeah uh i agree fedor also died yes oh my god i forgot about the fedor yeah i was like bro we only got to see him for a split second and you kill him i'm not surprised though that you did alexi dirty too you bitch (laughs) i had to reread that chapter because i that chapter i had to reread that paragraph i was like wait did he die 
was like, did that just happen? They swooped his ass up, just like they swooped Alexia. They they threw him off the the roof. They were like, bye. (laughs) That was it. That was so fucked up. I was like, he didn't do anything to deserve that. Why does Sergey get to live? But Fabior has to die. So then, so basically, what ends up happening is Alina tries to collect everybody who is able to survive so that they could uh, make their way, I think, to like the hall. Yeah. And they try to, like, devise this plan to distract the nothing so they can make a run for it to the outer city. And, like, I'm like, okay, so this is a suicide mission. This, this bitch is dead. Pretty, pretty like, much. Because when they when they got out there, they were getting swarmed. They were getting pushed back. But here come the goddamn TNT twins, the mystori- the or not mystori, the mysteriously missing right. in action all the fucking time. They came with the fucking back. They came up with backup. They got an army. They came with Alina's cult. Facts. And they were ready to get down, bro. She said the pilgrims had knives and weapons and swords and sabers. There were people from the first army. There were like regular they people. Marked, they were fighting, fighting. They, like, they were not afraid. So, like, they were not afraid. No. Yeah, they got sunburst tattoos. Yeah, exactly. So they were all marked with her symbol and they were ready to go. And I was like, Including Toya and Tamara. They were, yes, they were like, she was like, I was like, bitch, I knew it. She was it. like, I the two that it. are leading the charge. It was like wild and looking crazy with their swords and shit. I was like, man, uh-huh. just be thankful that they like, came back to save you. I fucking knew it, bro. I fucking knew it. I had an inkling. So that moves us into chapter 23. Yep. Tamar and Toya lead the herd to the chapel yeah. because they are getting overwhelmed. And supposedly, this is how the apparatus escaped. There was a secret tunnel or passageway in the chapel that leads to, I guess, wherever they want to yeah. go. And they're getting ready to get in there, get everybody out. And the Darkling has arrived. I was so excited. The moment they said he showed up, I was like, bet. This man was like, don't fight, Alina. Stand down. <laughs> Just like Just extra calm. Um, it was unnerving. And also... He says, Alina, just give yourself up and come with me. I know you want to. I know that you can't be with him because he's afraid of you. I know you. And Mal's like, no, you don't know her at all. And she's like, I don't want to go with you. But a part of her does. Okay. And she's fighting back. He's like, Alina, you forget I can tell when you're lying. I was like, oh! (gasps) One of the best lines I think the Darkling says and really, I like sat there. I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I was like hyped up was when he says, I've seen what you truly are. And I've never turned uh-huh. away. I never will. Can he say the same? And I was like, Wait. no, no, he can't. No, he can't. Because he ain't shit. Yes. He ain't shit. He ain't never been shit. And ain't never going to be shit. <laughs> oh, my That's God. That's what that is. I was like, that whole that whole page on 413, or from 412 to 413, those pages, I was just like, he speaks so much truth. Facts. And she actually, like, she's like, he's right. She's, like, starting to give into his, like, mm-hmm. his speech, even though she doesn't really want to. And I'm like, yeah, Lena, go with them, go with them. So remember how we kept talking about, like, she kept seeing the Darkling? Yeah. He admits in this page, like, on this page, that he was, when she says, you, you were there, He's like on the fold in the palace last night. I like said that. I was like, so that was him. That was like legitimately him. This is not a hallucination. This is not whatever. That was him. I was like, girl. Because he called, like she called to him and he answered. I like just sat there. She called to him and he answered. I sat there and I was like, shit. He tells, before Lena agrees to go with him, he tells somebody, he's like, get her. And at first, 
the way this person is hobbling, Alina thinks it's Bagra. And she's like, oh no, she didn't make it out. Then as she gets closer, she realizes it's Genya. And Genya is severely fucked up, bro. Like, bad. It seems that the Darkling either tortured her or fucked her up because she let Alina go. Oh, he definitely did. So when I say fucked up, I mean, he. she has bite marks all over her that will not heal. She's missing an eye. And she can't really, like, walk. She's humped over. Yeah, so it's really, really bad compared to, like, the Ginya we remember from the first book. Oh, my God. And David, when David sees her, he's like... Oh, he's so heartbroken! I know, he walks up to her and, like, takes her into his arms. And, like, I was like, oh... He loves her. He loves, loves, loves her. You ugly, but I love you. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Oh, this was something that, like, I thoroughly agreed with that the Darkling said to her. He was like, Mm -hmm. I've waged the war you forced me to, Elena. 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 Damn, bitch. Elena. He was like, if you hadn't run from me, the second army would still be intact. All those Grisha would still be alive. Your tracker would be safe and happy with his regiment. When will it be enough? When will you let me stop? I know that usually when... I like usually I'm the one that points out oh well he's he's like blaming her and like he's like you know it's because of you type of stuff right but this one I like sit there I'm like no this is this is legitimately your fault yeah he's that's point do you know what I mean like yeah like if she if she did go with him and they found the stag she could have killed it herself correct yeah and the same thing with like I mean it's neither here nor there it's What's done is done, and baby girl has to make a choice. Oh, she definitely does. She definitely does. <laughs> yeah. So she decides, okay, I'll come with you. No more bloodshed. And, like, she's actually glad to to stop fighting him, to join him, and have their power, like, connect. It's crazy. When she she kisses him, and I was like, Whoa! In front of Mal. But then, in front of Mal. In front of Mal. Good. Fuck you. As many uh, times as that dude did that to her. <laughs> Shit. Exactly. Fuck out of here, dickhead. Right. You're fine. Exactly. You will survive. Uh, but she kisses the Darkling and she starts sucking the power out of him like Rogue. And he's like, what are you doing? Stop. What are you doing? You'll kill us yeah. both. And she's like, yes. <laughs> <laughs> Bitch is gone. It. Bitch is gone. She'd have lost it. But um, yeah, she ends up getting control of the Nichivoya and she tells them, tear it all down. Yeah. Yeah. And so while they're trying to escape, the Nichivoya tearing down the temple, all of the like the, the gravel and the fucking debris is falling on top of the Darkling and they're escaping through the tunnel. And then I think um they barely make it and Alina and Mal get like knocked yeah, out. Yeah, basically. And then yeah. um then we end up having Alina is kind of like in and out for a little bit. She hears like Toya's voice and she's constantly thinking of Mal, like, did Mal make it out? Is he okay? Oh, um, and then, again, like I said... This is where I was really hoping that he died. Like I said, it was going in and out. Um, but then she does, later on in the chapter, she does gain consciousness. She looks over and Mal staring at her. So obviously he didn't, um, oh. you know, pass away or whatever stuff, right? So oh they are Why? on their way to the White Cathedral, I believe, which is where the apparat is with all of the crazy ass people they literally have like a underground um City, a underground like housing thing yeah for him and the cult and now they're staying there <laughs> some of the pil- pilgrim people or whatever uh take to calling genya the ruin 
which fucking sucks. But Alina fixes that real quick. Right, exactly. And that was another thing. So Alina ends up having a conversation with the twins where she was like, how dare you guys lie to me? And she's like, do you believe in me? Do you believe I'm a saint? The conversation she had was her wielding her saintism over them. Mm-hmm. And yeah. I just wasn't for it. I was like, mm, that feels gross. Yeah, I was like, I don't like this. She's like, then you'll fight for me and you'll do what I say. Yeah, I was like, oh, that sounds very, very dark. <laughs> okay, bitch. You stupid. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> thank you. Yes, it is. Very dark. Mal does come in and she gets to see a look of herself. Oh, since the whole incident. Yes. Baby girl's hair is stark white. Not even Targaryen no. white. Stark white. Yeah. And she's got winter snow white. Ah, Winterfell. She look- <laughs> Winterfell white, bitch. Um, but like she also has like hollow, like dark, you know, circles under her eyes. She says that like her bones are jetting out, type of thing. Like she's lost the weight or whatever. Um, and she basically says that she looks like a monster. And um, Mal, it kind of makes a comment that she looks like a wood sprite or something, right? Yeah. A- yeah, something that eats children in the woods. Yeah. I was like. D- you're not making this no. better. Like, shut the fuck up. But something that was really, really interesting was that, like, her powers are gone. She's like, I can't, she's yep. like, I can't summon anything. She actually ends up thinking about the one conversation they had a while ago when he had asked um, if she would give up being Grisha. And she said, no, never. But now she's faced with this predicament that she might actually have given, like, she might actually have giving up her powers unexpectedly, which now is a concern because you're supposed to be a saint. These people are following you. They're going to expect some miracle. And they're going to want to see you do do your sunlight tricks. Exactly, and you can't summon even a little bit of, like... That's crazy, too, because it leads into the the last um, thing, which is the epilogue called After. Darkling is not dead. Oh, my God. Okay. So now she's super fucked. (laughs) So the after made so much sense. She thinks about the Darkling. She thinks about Nikolai and her dreams and things like that. It turns out the Darkling um, didn't die. He actually just made his throne (laughs) at the little palace or at the the palace where where they were at and stuff. So I was like, all that for nothing, bro. Facts. And then she has stayed with the apparat. Um, but then she basically says she will rise. Right. And she'll be a force to be right, reckoned exactly. with. Exactly. Basically. Right. Yeah. So I was like, okay. Ending was. Yeah. Did you read the Taylor? I did. Did I you? Did. How okay. did you feel so about it? I actually felt for Genya. Thank you. I was waiting for that. I, yeah. Yes. I know. Yeah. I know, bitch. I told you I was going to have to eat my words soon enough. I was enough. waiting for it. Because the moment I. So just so everybody knows. If you bought the book, um, there's like a, a little section in the back called The Taylor. We didn't know what it was mm-hmm. until we read it. And it's actually a couple of events from Genya's perspective. So it was really interesting to read Genya's perspective of certain events that went down in the first book. I know. Yeah, it made me feel for her. Um, apparently, also, she had a really close relationship with the <laughs> queen until the queen found out that her husband wanted to fuck Genya, which, of course... Would make anybody upset, but she took it out on Genya instead of him. It was so crazy though, because it isn't explicitly said in the chapter, like in the, the pages. You have to read between the lines essentially to understand yep. that that's what went down. So, like, it was almost like she had such a close friendship with the queen. And she talks about yeah. how she had to give up a lot of things 
for this friendship. Like she gave up being friends with other Grisha for this friendship. She gave up a bunch of other things. Like because the Grisha have been such a big click and not allowing anybody yeah. else in that once she left and became so important to the palace, the rest of the Grisha were kind of like, eh, whatever. Like you're over there. You're not one of us type of thing. And so she was never able to get back into the fold. So she was very dependent on the relationship she had with the queen and like as you're reading the chapters and you start to see the subtle change that the queen had towards her then you start to piece things together and you realize the reason that the queen changed and did basically like a 180 of a attitude with her was because the king took notice of her okay so how did you feel about this interaction so after that interaction, she runs to the Darkling. Um, I think uh, I'm just, I'm so confused because it's like, I know he's doing it for his own motives, but he's also treating her like a little sister in that moment, which of course is what he knows that she needs. So it's like, he's playing on her feelings, trying to get her to do his bidding. Yeah. And again, that makes sense because Genya doesn't want to turn against him. Genya is like, he would never do anything to harm me. He's only helped me. I have to do what he says because he, you know, lifted me up from the dirt by my bootstraps. And, you know, yeah. so it it made much more sense as to why she is so loyal. Yeah. Like reading that chapter, I was like, no wonder. I was like, no wonder mm-hmm. she's got like this like blind loyalty to the Darkling. I was like, this makes so much sense. If that's the only person it makes sense yeah. for, for Genya to follow him like into the fire yeah. and not like give a shit. Like she's like, I'm with you no matter what. Everybody else though, stupid. <laughs> <laughs> Just dumb, you fucking dumb. But um, um yeah, that was it. So that's, that's it. That's, that's the end. That's the end. Final thoughts. Um, What would you rate it? Two, two hearts. Really? I didn't like it. <laughs> I gave it three hearts. I didn't like it. If it wasn't for the podcast, I probably would have put it down. Girl, no. Last night, I wanted to DNF it so bad. Yeah, like, if it wasn't for the podcast and then knowing that I had to finish it so we could talk about it, I would have put this mm-hmm. book down a while ago. Yeah, agreed. Agreed. It is not one that I would have liked to continue. No. Um, I think it's it's right behind The Cruel Prince for me. <laughs> It's Addie LaRue, Crow Prince, Siege and Storm. Oh my God, Addie LaRue. <laughs> Not feeling it. Prince. Not oh, feeling Jesus. it. Yeah, it's, I wasn't, yeah. no, no. I didn't like Yeah, the it. only thing that made it good was, like we said, Nikki and the Darkling. Whenever we got the Darkling. Loved his pettiness, loved him popping up and yeah. shit. Loved him shitting on people. Uh, he's, he's just going around shitting on these bitches. Pettiness. Like, I, that was what I was thriving yeah. on, was his pettiness and and like Nikolai's charisma and confidence. That's and his charm. Yeah, yeah, that's what I was thriving on in the books. So like every time Yeah, everything else was very Oh lackluster. my god, yes. And it just made me want to sit and I would I just I would just wanna skip through shit because I was like, I really can't. Um, so yeah, that <laughs> that was our read. That's our take on it. That's our hot mm-hmm. take. Mm-hmm. Uh we have chosen our next book. Yes. But I'm not going to tell you yet. I'm going to make you wait. Well, we, we still have The Wrath and the Dawn to finish. Exactly. Yeah. That's why I was like, when we finish The Wrath and the Dawn, then, we'll then I'll announce. tell you the next book that we're waiting. Yeah. So you guys don't have enough time to change our minds. Facts. Because y'all always want to <laughs> Because I know there. you will. Yeah. I know the messages will come in and be like, why are you reading this when you could read? Shut up. Shut up. Stop talking. While I, while I truly value your opinion. No. <laughs> yeah. Stay tuned for the rest of the Wrath and the Dawn series. Yes. 
that we'll be reading. And then on the last episode of Wrath of the Dawn, we will and officially next. announce the next book that we're reading. Yeah. I'm excited for it. Me too. I can't wait. Me too. I already have the first name of the episode. You do? I do. <laughs> Okay. But I can't tell y'all because then y'all be freaking yeah, out. This is true. Um, yeah. but with that, I want to say thank you guys for tuning in. Thank you guys for listening. Come back for our next episode, which will be the Wrath and the Dawn. And hope you guys enjoyed it. We love you. Always stay Wyatt at heart. Bye. Bye.